0: It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. So we've all heard the term the great resignation and we, we talk about people who are leaving companies and moving on and doing other things and finding new initiatives. Today I wanted to talk about the top seven reasons why good people are leaving. Why are you losing your top people? Why are you losing the top Developers, or the top Scrum masters, or the top Agile coaches, what's happening in the world of agility, and what? How does this great resignation? How does it impact us? And what I can tell you is, there's some pretty interesting things. In fact, I've identified seven topics that could be good reasons why people are moving on. And I think that uh, you know, my hope is that this, this is a sensitive topic. I don't want to upset anyone, but at the same time, I just want to bring some things to light to maybe make you mindful, so you can chew on it and have some food for thought. So coming in at number one, right out of the gate, is management slash leadership issues. I sense that a lot of times organizations don't even realize that these exist. And part of the reason why is because we all know that managers and leaders are perfect. I'm being facetious. But uh, (laughs) I think sometimes we just don't look to those problems or we don't like to talk. We don't talk about Bruno, right? Uh, We don't want to talk about those things if managing teams is hard and managers are struggled or they're just not cut out for it because they don't have the skill set top performers tend to feel like when they're suggesting things they are not being listened to or if they're c- concerns or challenges that they're not getting addressed or acted upon or, or just they don't feel valued as a person so you you have management and leadership related issues where where you're you're focused on uh processes and tools and ways to measure progress Instead of individuals and interactions, and that caused you to be in a really bad place. So that's that's number one on my list. Uh, Number two. So a second reason why people, good people are leaving good companies. No growth opportunity. Especially here with this whole COVID world, or I should say coming out, COVID graduation world that we live in there. I'll put it that way. Uh, there's currently no growth opportunities. People are saying, I have nowhere to go. They just cut back a whole bunch of people. They're not going to put in more management or leadership positions. Um, The world's not to a point yet where we're adding a whole bunch more people onto teams. So the lack of opportunity for growth internally is causing a lot of people to leave because if they switch positions or switch careers, move to a different company, they're more likely to get a promotion or get a different position. So it's important for them to be able to transition and move. Coming in at number three. Is a lack of engagement. If people don't feel like they're connected, if people don't feel like their their voice is loud, if they're not having, you know, with with the world that we live in now, if you're working from home, sometimes you're withdrawing from those social activities that would have normally happen at work. Um, sometimes you're, you know, burnt out. You know, meeting uh, meeting fatigue, Zoom fatigue. Uh, and when I say burnt out, I'm talking about engagement burnout, right? So people aren't used to interacting in a certain way people are struggling with engagement and with trying to figure out how they can how they can you know touch the lives of others and it's just hard and sometimes they have other organizations that are back in the office or other organizations that have set ways to integrate and engage and those are the organizations that are getting the better people coming at number four is poor communication I'm not gonna throw out any names but Uh, there's an organization that I work with quite a bit and, uh, they're a great organization. I love them to pieces, but from time to time, I feel like their communication is very 11th hour, meaning, oh yeah, I better get this to you. I better get this to you. And by the time I receive it, I'm like, wow, you're not going to use this a week ago. Yes. Because either it confirms some things for me or it straightened some things for me. It's just really, really interesting. So I look at this with the approach of, yeah, we can do better, right? So for me, whether it's email communication, a quick call, a quick text, uh, giving people feedback, creating that feedback loop and shortening the feedback loop, um, having opportunities to inspect and adapt and pivot, all of that's part of having good communication or excellent communication. All right, let's go to number five. Number five is interesting. When an organization is too dogmatic about rules and policies if the world were different and we all were in a nine to five job at an office and we had certain level of expectations set for us to be there and we had a tps report that came out every week yeah then then that makes sense to have a dogmatic you must be here at this time you must leave at this time everyone goes to lunch at this time you're allowed this many bathroom breaks a day but i think that now that we have flexible workspaces we need to revisit all those policies and have flexible workspace policies right And I think so many organizations haven't taken the time to do that. So they're trying to follow their same regimented way of working and, you know, calling way too many meetings and not taking feelings and other things into consideration. And they wind up with this jumbled mess of workplace policies that make it impossible for people to to follow. Coming in at number six, lack of clarity in the vision and strategy. Hallelujah, right? It's one of those things where if we don't understand what our mission is, if we don't understand what the vision is, who our target customer is, what goal we're trying to achieve, if we don't have an elevator pitch, if we're not making smart goals, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound, you're going to wind up not in a good place, right? So it's important for us to consider that we need both a vision and a strategy for execution in order to meet that standard. And then number seven... This is the big burnout. So burnout capital B burnout and exhaustion. Cause here's the truth. If you have some people who are really doing a good job, what are they often rewarded with? Congratulations. You're doing fantastic. Here's some more work for you to do. So the people who are doing the best oftentimes are, are piled on. They, well, let's pile it on. Let's give them some more work. They're doing great. They'll be able to handle it. I'm, I'm confident. They're, they're warriors. They're the tiger team and a ninja team. They can take on anything. I mean, You can only get so much blood from a turnip. I don't know if anybody's heard that before. But it's one of those things where if you don't have a good work-life balance, if you don't have a good psychological safety environment, if you don't have good tendencies or leniencies, what you're going to quickly discover is that people will get burnt out and they will stop participating and that meetings will start taking longer and you'll start seeing apathy and you'll start seeing people blaming other people instead of blaming the real problems that are causing you know, uh, what's happening in the organization. It's interesting, but work-life balance, just because you work from home, doesn't mean that (laughs) work-life balance means 100% of the time you're at home, so 100% of the time you're working. Just saying. Um, We need to find better ways to reward people who go the extra mile. We need to find better ways to stop people from feeling exhausted. We need to find better ways to interact and integrate. And I think that if we do those things, that's going to take us a long way. So, there you have it. So, avoid burnout and exhaustion. Make sure you got everything pulled together. Make sure you're, if you do these seven steps, you're going to be in a very awesome place. So, if you have a topic you'd like for us to discuss, please, please, please send it over. Learn more at AgileDad.com. We'd love to discuss your topic. And until next time, stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile. We'll talk soon, my friends.